Let's pray. Father, it's a blessing to be here. It's a blessing to be hearing from you. It's a blessing to be gathered like this. Assembly of your people. We have not forsaken it. It's a couple of days. Thank you for gracing our time here with miracles, signs and wonders, supernatural happenings. Let those strange things continue to happen. We are ready for more. We are ready for more. We are ready for more. We don't want to leave here the same as we came. Thank you. Your powerful presence. In Jesus' name. Amen. Wow, you may be seated. Happy birthday to Roberta and Ned. Uh, happy birthday. You were born on the same day. You're from the same family. Same mother, same father. Okay. Right yeah. God bless you. And thank you. She's called, you're Roberto and she's Roberta. Uh, you're Italian family. <laughs> God bless you. Happy birthday to you both. God bless you with everything you need. Yeah. Amen. If it's your birthday yesterday, we are sorry. Happy birthday to you too. Okay. Aaron Calvin says thank you. It was his birthday yesterday. <laughs> You're looking at sacrifice, isn't it? Sacrifice for 1,000 micro churches. And... Um, Saying that, what a sacrifice, if you remember. Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2 says, I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies a living sacrifice. holy, acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. A living sacrifice. You know, that, that, that two word is a little strange for the English teachers. Amen. Yeah, we don't like iPhones. We are Android people. We'll drive you out. Yeah, yeah, Apple is a lot of confusion. We want phones that we can maneuver with. We can do everything. Yeah. Yeah, no, 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 Apple. No, No, we don't eat Apple here. Yeah, so make sure that that Apple is quiet. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, Andre, you can do so many things with it. That's my Creolese interpreter. Are you my chap, man? Yeah, it's a sweet bag. 
Yes, he's back. <laughs> he's back. Goody's pasta. Yeah. <laughs> I'm saying that the word living sacrifice is a strange word. Amen. Do you agree or you don't agree? Giovanni, do you understand what I'm saying? You sure? <laughs> Living sacrifice. Unless I feel like you're watching this way. Is it because I'm in the middle here? If you see street, it's like you're watching Adam instead of me. You don't want to watch Adam. You feel like, to me, you feel like you're watching somewhere. Look, yeah, Papi says there's a chair right here. Yeah. You married yet and you answered by he. When you marry, you're going to do that roti. You're going to make you like roti. <laughs> i sorry for he. You're going to make you like roti. <laughs> then when it's break time, then you gaff and you walk about and you do all them things. When we're in church, we got to focus. Focus on God. <laughs> wow. Adam and Eve in the garden. Wow. Wow. Andrew, that's why he didn't want to stay behind. <laughs> JP, we don't who to leave behind next time. <laughs> Alexis, he's a World Cup girl, I tell you. <laughs> Your mother is sister Charlene. It's a very wonderful life. I wish I was Sister Charlene's son. Yeah. Oh, she'll give me a bag. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> it will change my life forever, I tell you. <laughs> Everything is inside. <laughs> I shall not want. Sister <laughs> Charlie, we just love you. That's all. It's just love. It's, it's pure love, I tell you. <laughs> A living sacrifice. Jerry, are you there? A living sacrifice. <laughs> There's no sacrifice that lives. Let's say it again. There is no sacrifice that is alive. Anything that is sacrificing is dead. It's lost. It's gone away. It doesn't exist anymore. So when you say a living sacrifice, it's very interesting because he's not saying that die. But whilst you are alive, you should die. You are dying, deading every day. Because it is sacrifice, a living. It's like consistent living is a continuous present tense. For those who did English, 
At least I did some little primary school English. It's continuous living, the I engine. This life, live, living, lived. Living is something that is continuous, it's, it's continuing, it's in, it's in progress. So something that you put on an altar and you light it on fire and it's burning, that is still alive. It's, it's fantastic, it's phenomenal, it's mysterious. And that's how many people don't understand the concept of sacrifice in the kingdom. Because it's a continuous thing. It's a living, it's a sacrifice. You are alive, but you give up, you give away, you give away, you give, you give away. Living, living. So it means that if you are able to give something today, if you sacrifice your Isaac today, it doesn't mean that tomorrow you hold on to your Isaac. You keep on doing it. You keep on doing it. It's a continuous thing. It's not like, oh, last year, I gave up this thing, and then this time too. No, the sacrifice is continuous. It's living. And the Bible says that we should rather present ourselves. It's not like you're going to take something, you're going to give it to God. You and I are the ones that must die for God every day. Now, that is why we looked at the meaning of sacrifice. So, a living sacrifice, so you, if we go to our, our, our definition, to offer up your material possessions to God for worship. It means that offering up your material possessions to God for worship is a daily thing. When last you give up something for God? We are living life, we are keeping them, we are passing them on to uh, children, do all kinds of crazy things we are doing as Christians. You see, the difference and the sad thing about this is that the world, that's how the world lives. And we live very, very much the same as them. There's no difference. The church has been affected over the years because people have stopped doing the things that others did when they got the opportunity to join the church. When people saw... You've heard of Ananias and Sapphira, isn't it? Ananias and Sapphira. They sold their land. How many of you will, will sell a land today? To give, uh, nobody has, but it's only one person. One person. One person, just the other day, one person took me to the high court and gave me a full power attorney over, over, over their land. A hundred by two hundred piece of land. The people at the high court asking whether he's okay. Because it's full power of attorney. You don't do that. When you are dead or you are sick, so they were asking him, You are right? Did he, did the man force you? Did he uh, bina you? Do, do you bina? Did you obey you? He said, No, 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 no. I, 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 I. So, in a certain sense, I even have the land, I have of the documentation. Hundred by two hundred. Do I really need it? I don't know. That's what a person wanted to do, and they did it. What do you give? Ah, shh. To offer up your material possessions to God for worship, and the Bible said that that should be done on a living sacrificial basis. We are, a group, we are a group of people who are learning in life here on earth to be prosperous, 
to keep, to amass, to succeed, to prosper. If you begin to talk about prosper, succeed, do well, you see how people's face will open wide and smile and, and receive. As I'm talking about giving things, you see, you are quiet. Like you are hungry. You're not hungry. Olivia. Yeah, I hear you had, you had hot coffee and tea. Kishana. But I shouldn't be looking for you people. Would you sit where you sit? So when I look at something, I know you are sitting here. Like people are mixing all over. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, it's like you are swerving me. When I'm looking for you here, you are here. When I'm looking for you here. Because when you sit, I know where you sit. I notice you where you are seated. So when you move, it becomes... Hey, I don't know who's making you move here and there and all of that. Yeah. Hey, look at this person has moved here. You know, she's a giant. She doesn't want to see me. So that's why she's at the back. I go, <laughs> she's praying for me as I preach. <laughs> Hallelujah. Are, are you listening to what they've done? The Bible says that I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you offer or you present your bodies. Charlie, it means that by the time you are dying, there's no substance in your body anymore. Because every day you, you, every day you squeeze yourself. Every day, you are tightening yourself. You are either fasting, you are either praying. You, your body, you are taking your body. It's like you are there. Your man is a spirit. He has a body. He lives in a soul. And the spirit takes the body to the church and gives it to God on a daily basis on the altar. Look at the cream we put on our skin. Mm. Especially if you're a woman. The thing that is for God, that is supposed to be a sacrifice. You have it and you are polishing it. You say, God, no, not now. When I die, you can take it. Not now. I got to look good. Yeah, you put seasoning. You put marinating and seasoning and, yeah, uh, all things. You put in seasoning in your body without taking it to the altar. Yeah. to the people and then they manicure and pedicure you. For yourself. I gotta look good. As a woman, I gotta look good. Nothing about sacrifice to God. Your hair. Yeah? Some of the men there, your sacrifice is not accepted. Your body is so ugly, smelling, Present it all. The presentation of your body is to God as a living sacrifice. And then the Bible says it must be holy. And it must be acceptable. And not to you, to God. He can do so many things and then God is not even uh, uh, happy with it. How do we present ourselves? A living sacrifice. We are always preserving ourselves. Always want to keep things for ourselves. Always want to. We want to live long. 
So, but if I'm a living sacrifice, I'm, I'm, I'm presenting it to God. Yeah, with all the exercise. God says you should exercise your body for him. Mm, I didn't know that. that God likes exercise body. Chicken that is exercising. A goat that is doing push-up. Can you imagine a sheep that is doing push-up and say, man, 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 I'm getting myself in order for my boss. <laughs> yeah. Hormones. <laughs> yeah. I remember one time I, I went to visit one of my church members. There was a chicken in the house with cutest on it. On its, it yeah, yeah, cutest. Yeah. That's a real chicken. That chicken would die just now. <laughs> the cutest, you are dead in just now. <laughs> yeah. Water is boiling. Your cutest is going to go away. You try and see. Yeah, like, waiting for you. You put cuteness on your, even on your beak, you can put the cuteness on your beak. It's going. Chop your head. Raphael, Raphael, he likes your chicken head. You beat your head just now. Yeah. When you eat that, you, mouth, you, become, you become very good in calculations. Chicken head, goat head, sheep head. <laughs> A lot of brain matter is added to your brains. <laughs> yeah. When you see the CIC man says, oh, bring more peppers. Please give me extra peppers. This is nothing. Wow. Calculation cry. Go back to our definitions. To sacrifice is to offer up your material possessions to God for worship. The church needs your material possessions. This is, this is God. This is God's church. This is God's church. And this is God's house. If the Bible says we should offer up our bodies, and it means that to sacrifice, to, to sacrifice means to give up material things. But what we do, what some of us or many of us do is money. Money is what? As for money, it's oh, okay. Offer it. Offer it. But your time doesn't come. Your time doesn't come. When it comes to our time, we are very, we vary in how and when we give our time to God. You can't get everybody to sit down at 6 o'clock because of God. You can't do that. Everybody has their thing. And the things that are all human that are supposed to be given away. That's where the sacrifice is. Because the sacrifice is the things that will benefit the human being or that is in favor of the human body. I got to go and pee. I got to do this. That, no, you should pee on yourself. If you are sacrificed, have you, have you not seen a sheep, a goat on the altar peeing on themselves before? Do they care about, please, can I go and pee before you, get, you, you kill me? I won't poo before you kill me. Right there, when you are ready to kill you're pooing right there. 
Yeah, 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 yeah. You're nervous. You're gone. Yeah. You think when Abraham was going to sacrifice Isaac, he gave Isaac any opportunity to say his last words? So, okay, you pray to God and maybe pray to your mother. Cry for your mother. Let me know your mother will come for you. The man didn't have no mercy or kindness on the guy. Before he could say Jack Robinson, the guy was tied up. I, 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 when I remember this, 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 this event, I always think about how Isaac was looking at his father. Jerry, can you imagine your father tying your hands and your feet? Putting you on some stone in perfect harmony, he says he's, he's killing you for God. You resist. You, you holler. <laughs> yeah, mommy, yeah, no. You see, for the first time in your life, a good dad is crying for help. <laughs> yeah? Think about it. Look at how we love our children, even the bad ones. Yeah. Yeah. The bad are the best. I love them. We, we give birth to children. You see, oh, puchi, 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 kuchu, 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 kuchu. God can never tell me to give up my son for him. God will never tell me to give up my daughter for him. It's a devil who's talking to me. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That, that's where we have come to now. Even sometimes, I feel that sometimes some of the children, you should drive them out of your house. But you see, people don't do that at all. No, but that is not sacrifice. There are some of the people, you have to give them up. Yeah, you have to give them up. Drive them up. There are some people, they have to get out of our lives as sacrifice. You have to give up. Offer them up. Offer some of the people up. Offer, offer some of the friends. Offer some of the, uh, of the jobs. Offer some of the relationships. Give them up for the sake of God. That is what sacrifice is. That's the practical way to sacrifice to God. You give it up. I'm believing God. You know, I ain't giving up. I ain't giving up. I believe things will get better. Give it up. Give it up. That's sacrifice. If you don't lose, you will never gain. Yeah, yeah. Those who lose it, the Bible said they will gain. Because the losing is not because you don't want to do. Because of God. Because of God. Because of, of that thing makes you in a, puts you in a position where your service to God is affected. And so it makes you an unacceptable living sacrifice. So you see, you know what? I am not going to present myself to God with you in my life with all these challenges and problems. As you are in the church, you are rather asking for prayer for that idiot. Instead of cutting off, breaking ties with the person, you are in church asking the pastor to pray for the thing that has to be cut off. We don't, we, don't, we, don't, we don't want the things to go at all. We don't want the people to go at all. We don't want to give up at all. We want to serve God with everything, good, bad, and ugly. 
God is telling us, if we are going to build 1,000 microchurches, if we are going to be very fruitful in this country, we have to learn to do things that will pain us. Things that we will feel. The thing that you are doing, you are feeling it. But you say, you know what, because of God. It should become a common phrase in our lives now. Because of God. It should become common. I'll never do this if it wasn't, if it wasn't because of God. That must become common in our lives from this season on. That is what God is requiring from us. If any man will come after me, he will have to deny himself and take up his cross. He put that cross in the house and said, you stay in the house when I come back. He only put cross around our neck. Some pastor was saying that he finds it very insulting to have to see people put crosses around their necks, earrings, necklaces, and crosses. You know why he said that? He said that Jesus didn't decorate his body with a cross. He, he, he died on the cross. There's a difference between the ornament, the cross as an ornament, and the cross as something that when you look up, you say, hey, shall I this thing here? I remember 2,000 years ago, the pain, the suffering on it. How do you put it around your neck and dress up? So me, I won't, I, won't, I won't die on the cross. I'll decorate myself on the cross. The cross is not for decoration. And I understood what he was trying to say because it, it, it's not an ornament. It's a, it's a very spiritual thing, spiritual place. No, we, we are spoiled. We are living outside the Bible. We are almost like unbelievers. We are just like those who don't come to church. We and them are the same because we don't give up things. We don't do things that will pain us for the sake of God. We don't do those things anymore. We have come to church. We want to enjoy God and enjoy life and not lose anything. Even when the thing is clearly a problem and, and a very bad thing over your life. You like it. You want it. You, you will try with it. So man, I trying. How are you doing? I trying. You trying with that idiot? You trying with that problem? You trying with that issue? I trying. By the grace of God, I trying. Look at you. Your language has changed into an unbeliever, into somebody who, who doesn't seem to have hope. You are trying. You are trying. Some of them, some of them, we have, we have relationships that are so wrong and so bad. The person doesn't do anything for you. Problems all the time. You come to church and you still go back to that crazy idiot, whether male or female. Yeah, and it's okay for you. It's because it's like, it's like the, that's the only thing you have. That's the only hope you have. You can never have anybody else. It is impossible to have another person. God is not alive. If I lose this one, I don't have any hope anymore. That's how you behave. That's how you tell God. The one who created you and gave you life. It's a season of sacrifice. To offer up 
your material, you know, it's material possession. And to surrender something priced, there's a tag on it. It's because of this that people, people don't break up with their child fathers. You see, the, the fact that we flow, we laugh, we do that, it doesn't mean that all the things we do are okay. Our responsibility is to cover a lot of sins with love. But it does not exonerate you from living a holy life, a sacrificial life, a life that is completely devoted to God. Surrender something, Christ. Oh yeah, I know the guy, you love the guy. But he's an idiot. I know you love the girl. Look at some of you. You have relationships. They don't come to church. They don't even believe in the God you believe in. Are you not a fool? Are you not a fool to be with somebody who doesn't believe in even what you are doing? To me, you're a fool. And it's an insult to God to have somebody like that in your life that you can't get rid of because of God. Because of God. Because of God. The same God that you need help from, you can't give up something for him and you want him to help you. Let me tell you, sweetie, God can give you a better somebody. I'm telling you. I give somebody better. I'm telling you. It's, it's, it's you, you don't believe. You see, you believe, you believe that God, you believe God, he can do this, but he can't do that. How can you be in a relationship with somebody who doesn't go to church? How can can you put yourself in such a situation? Are you really a Christian? Right from here from the camp, you go there. That's why you spend Saturday night and come to church Sunday morning. What you don't understand is that when you give up those things, God gives you something better. You will never know until you give it up. You see, God is not a God who you can say, God, but are you sure you give me something better? Man, I mean, believe you, man. I don't think I could get anything better than this man here, so. Man, God, this man is, is I love you bad, man. It's not what you love you. God says, give, it, give, give him up. Can you? Will you? That's the question. You love another human being bad? There's so many human beings to love. You found one, uh, how many billions of people on earth you found one and you love one? There are billions of them. <laughs> Do you know who else you're going to meet tomorrow? And there are different people as you go along. Different people, different people, people with different characters. I'm blessed to have all these young ladies around doing this, doing that, very different people. You see this, you see that, you see this, you see this. Like Prophet said, if I marry you, if I marry you, you put paper in my eyes in the house. It's because of the office that you're saying, oh hey, hey. Different, different character, different character. You see it. Like if you were to marry this one, you see that ah, ah, this is missing. He said, ah, this one is here. So if you follow it, you choose that's why Solomon went for one thousand. Because he says, ah, okay, yeah. So oh, this is dark. Okay, chocolate. Good. Ah, yes. Hey, this is caramel. Oh, uh, ah, mustard. Ah. 
Yeah. Lunch caramel. <laughs> Look at me. <laughs> Jumbo caramel. <laughs> God is calling on us to learn to give up something for him. When you do that, he'll give you something better. He'll give you something higher. Because you have not done it, that's why you have not experienced the something better. Now, don't, don't, don't think that I'm preaching against you. That's not, that's not what I'm doing. Yeah. I, I, no, no, you, somebody got to be crazy here if you think that. Oh, why is Bishop uh, speaking against me? I'm, I, I'm preaching. I'm teaching. I'm on a subject on sacrifice. And sacrifice means all of these things that I'm talking about. Sacrifice means all these things that I'm talking about. Yeah. No. Yeah, no, we can. We are talking about this, that, that you, be, you become a nation, you become a church. Now we are on sacrifice. And sacrifice is to give up. Yeah. And, and I, you, can't, I, you can't relate if I don't talk about these things practical. Because that is how our lives have been. Many lives are like that. Entangled connected with things that are not so profitable. But you see that the person is still okay with the nonsense. It's like God doesn't matter at all. Jobs that keep you away from God, then you can resign. Yeah. Bishop, this is the job that gives me money. You, you, is this the job that gives you money? The job is God? If you can't leave the job, you will never know that there's a better job somewhere. This nonsense must stop. <laughs> what, what, what it does is that it limits God so much. God is not able to, to, to move in heaven. Because my daughter doesn't believe that I can do something better for her. So I sit down and I can't do it until she gives up this thing. And if she can't and she's not giving it up, I can't be God. That's how there's, there's a song that says, I have made you too small in my eyes. Oh Lord, forgive me. Isn't it? I have believed in a lie that you were unable but now oh Lord I see my you have to see your wrong today you have to see your wrong right now you have to see your wrong but you have always limited God in what he can do you have to see your wrong The second verse, what does it say? No, no, that's not. I have leaned on the wisdom of men that when you make two children with somebody, you don't leave him. Your mistake was that you had two children with a man. That was your mistake. And you have to correct it by leaving him. 
Yeah. I've leaned on the wisdom, wisdom of men. Many of you, your lives have been a bit easier without the children you have to carry with you all the time. Don't, 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 don't try and play like children are so precious. We know children are so precious, but the timing and how you got your children is not right. It's right to you, but it's not right to God. Because he expected children to come when you were married, so you and your husband are carrying the children. That's, that's, that's the godliness of a relationship. It's not God's plan that you are walking around with children like that without a husband, without a wife. That's not God. That's you. Because you don't want to give up anything. Before I realize you are pregnant with another child again, you are still coming to church. Oh my soul, do you not know? Have you not? It's been too from the beginning. It's on your side. Number two. Number three. <laughs> on wings like eagles. It doesn't work. Hey, God is a good God. Your understanding is, 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 is affected. To permit injury or disadvantage for the sake of something else. To permit a disadvantage of walking around with children and cutting off that guy. It, it is our custom. It is our tradition. We never break those things. Any person who talks about it on a Sunday morning, people will not come to your church anymore. Because they say, oh, you are judging me. Guyanese you say, he's judging me. Judging me. I judging you. You are not living your life by any book. It's a book that you live your life by. And that's the Bible. The Bible says, offer your lives as a living sacrifice. We do a lot of things with feelings. A lot of things we do around here is feelings. It's feelings. It's feelings. Once you feel, you don't like it. You don't want it. This is how you want it. It's feeling, feeling. But there's the Bible. Jesus, you think Jesus came to the earth to die on the cross for feelings? And that's, that's where we are stuck. We are stuck with feelings. I love you, bye. Eh? Eh? The worst is even a man who has a girl who doesn't come to church. The worst is a man like that. You're already gone. You're, you're already finished. You're gone. Yeah, yeah, No, you are not in control. You are not at all. I'm telling you, you are not in control. She's the one who's in control. So, some of them will at least deceive you, come to church with you until you get married. At least that one, you see deception, right? After church, then the manifestations. Oh, it comes. At least then you see that, you know what? You didn't have the spirit of discernment. <laughs> but bare-faced nonsense like that, <laughs> then you can't deal with it. You can't make a decision and say, you know what? Get out of here. We use a lot of feelings. Which part of the Bible gives you a stance on what you are doing? Which part of the Bible? 
I'm, I'm preaching from Romans chapter 12, verse 1 and 2. Which verse are you standing on? When you fornicate and go around sleeping with people, then you end up saying that you don't want to left the man because you want to make children all over the place. You're writing your own Bible. You're writing your own Bible. You're not following the, you're not fo- the Bible that was written how many years ago. You have come to introduce your version. Your own thing, your own way of life. We, we, got, we got to stop those things. Because we, we make God small. Hey, as for sex, everybody wants to have sex. Yeah, 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 man, yeah. Thanks. Yeah. But because of God, you want to, you want to do it well in the right place with the right person. That, 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 that's what Christianity is about. That's what you do. We have promoted a lot of bad things. You see, the people who are lost, they they are supposed to be the people that we should approach with something like this. But unfortunately, we have to preach it in the church because the church is like that. The church is a reflection of the world, not of the kingdom of God. That's what it is. You shouldn't be preaching about sacrifice here. Remember, anything I'm talking about, it is like medication that you need for your health. That's why I'm talking about it. That, that's how you should see that. As we came, is it 1,000 microchips? It's because we have not done well. I heard this place was, 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 was built in, they moved in 1976. They started in the early 70s in Stanley Town. And they came here in 1976. It was about 40, 40, 47 years ago. So you can imagine how many pastors have come through this place. I met a lady the other day. She's selling blocks. She said she came to this Bible school. I said, you are selling blocks? Come to church. So, oh, pastor, you know, I went to America. I went to America. America, my foot. It's the same thing. People can't give up things. You come to Bible school, and then you go and spend 30-something years in America. Now you've come back. You are selling blocks. Your ministry is gone. Because somebody does not want to give up something desirable for something higher. What is the use when you go to Bible school and you can't use the Bible school? We spoke about this the first day. You can't go to school, get a certificate, and put a certificate down, and then just lie. You gotta be a stupid person. The, the normal thing here is that you, you fight for certificates and paperwork to help you in life. That's what we do, that's a normal thing in life. You go to school, you can ask Patricia. She wants to do computer. Want to juke, juke computer, juke A, B, C, and then she's so excited. Put herself on Facebook with her favorite pastor in the church. Yeah, that. She graduated. Yeah, computer. She's happy because at least she knows something. She can use it for something. You can't, you can't gain something in life and then you put it aside. How can you be coming to church all these years and you don't have a certificate that is helping you in life? How come? How come? What kind of Christian are you that all these years you have not gotten a certificate in the church to help you live life? That's what, that's what life is the way it is. 
we have not fully given ourselves to that which we said we have given ourselves to. It is not that which is feeding us. It is not that which is sustaining us. Something else is sustaining us and we are giving credit to God for that. That's not God. If your, if your work is God, when you ask for uh, uh, time for camp, it won't be a problem. Because God is there. Why should you have a problem? Think about it. You didn't get time to come? Because of your job? God is on your job. Because God is fighting himself. You got to be somebody who doesn't like you and camp. That's why he's saying you can't go. It's very, it's very basic. It's very basic. You can't get out of the place and come here. Something is wrong. Then you have to leave the job. Like you know, you know, you not take it. You not accept it like that. You can't, you can't get time off for the things that you believe with all your heart. The place you want to go when you die, you want to go to heaven, and the owner of heaven, you can't get time to come and be with him. And then you like the people who are doing that to you. Somebody got to be crazy here. You like those people. <laughs> The people who are preventing you from going to worship your God. You are going back to them on Monday? Tomorrow? So, thank you. I'm back from the camp. You're going back there? You, you don't know what sacrifice is. Because you don't, you don't want to go through pain. No pain, no gain. Yeah. When you see a woman pushing out their child, blah, blah, blah. the child that doesn't even have a father. No, it amazes me. You see, with, with all, with all, you see, with all, with all due respect, right? With all due respect, with all due respect, it amazes me how women who give birth with men who are irresponsible can't do nothing. They, are, they, they love, they love the child so much. Remember, the child has that idiotness from the father too. Baby soul. Suffer. Punish. The father is nowhere. I mean, some people take it to the extreme. They insult their children. Ah, look at your face. Your face is like that man. You look <laughs> at least they are being real. They understand what's going on. believed in the wisdom of man. Oh, it's a child. It's a human being. You can't do nothing about it. Yeah, children is a blessing. Which, which, which verse is that? Which verse is that? Which verse is that? You are quoting half of the verse. Those things in Christianity, we, we call it you fail. You know, people, people are living a falling life. You know, think about it. What I'm saying, think about it. 
There are things we do that are not Christian. That, that, that. So you want to tell me that you don't, you don't get any message in your head? Ah! As you are unzipping the thing, as you're taking the thing. <laughs> Yeah, as you are doing it, you don't remember anything. The cross is all the confidence I need. He said, Brother, no, no, no. Oh, sister, what happened? Oh, sister, so no, 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 no. It's okay, okay, okay. The, the, <laughs> a song just popped up in my head. I can't do it. I remember the cross, I can't do it. Some people even play the music in the background. This is your cross. No, think, 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 no, think about it. Think about it. Why can you not give up something for God? Why, why do you hang on to it so much? So much. That is like, it doesn't matter who it is. This thing here is special to you. It's not God, though, but that thing is so special to you. It's not negotiable. It is not. I never leave it until one day there's a disaster. Boom! Then you don't even know where to go. Because no condition is permanent. No condition is permanent. Jesus said, there's nothing that's hidden. Nothing is forever. There's nothing that's forever. Learn to give up. If it's food, learn to give up the food. You must eat. Because you've not eaten, you vex. I'm not going back to the camp. They didn't give us any food. Is that the reason why you are not coming back to the camp? Because you didn't get food? Food? Food. Oh, they give us a small food. Think about it. Think about it. Now, we as pastors, we, we will work with you, you see, regardless of your problem. 
will work with you. It, it, it's not a problem. The issues, the, the, your, your, your issues and your things, they don't affect my heart for you. It doesn't. If it does, then I am not standing in the place of God. I can see you and a boy right there under the tree. I, 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 I will just pass. I mean, I've been a Christian for so many years. It will not affect me. Those days, when you come to church, I'll drive you out and say, get out, don't come back here. <laughs> That's what I will do. Yeah, Reverend Collins, it's gone. <laughs> I, I, I'll flow with you. But it doesn't show that you are a Christian. You yourself must, must find something wrong with it. And if you can't find, I cannot do it for you. I cannot do it for you. I cannot do it for you. I cannot. You have to. The Bible says you have to accept that you are a sinner. It's a personal thing. And that you have to believe that Jesus died for you. And that you have to confess your sins and you shall be saved. It's ABC of salvation. Accept, believe, and confess. If you can't accept that what you are doing is not a Christian way of living a life, I, I, I tell you, I can do convention come from now till Jesus comes. It will work. That's how Christianity has been introduced to us. We do all the things we do normally in life and we go to church. We are like Nigerians. Yeah. It reminds me of Nigerians. When you live in Europe, Nigerians do drugs, they do 419. They come to church. Even they, they will even give money. When these drug people, Nigerians are in the church, hey, they say, oh, this is the speakers we have here? Pastor, pastor, please, I want to buy a set of instruments for this person. The guy will organize the, the drugs money. Oh, that, that's what they do. If you have a, a Nigerian drugs money in your church, if you don't take care, they'll buy your head. They'll give money. They travel, they come back, they have something for the pastor. Hey, you, you, you can easily not preach about the things they are doing. Oh, yes. I used to have some in my church. 419, drugs, prostitutes. I had prostitutes from Nigeria who were singing in the choir. They come, they go Saturday evening at 7 o'clock. They come Sunday morning straight to church with the sperms inside their vagina. You are good all the time. Right there on stage. Right on stage. Max, one day, one of our pastors called me from Austria. He said that, he has said that I have prostitutes in my choir. He has some prostitutes in the church. They want to join the choir, but he doesn't want them to join the choir. I said, brother, are you God? You is God? <laughs> you died on some cross? He said, well, how do you do it? I said, just let them do whatever they want to do. So, it is not a problem. But it takes a lot away from you as a Christian. You never learn how to believe in God and work with God and trust in God with those things. There's always a place you can go and get money. There's never God bringing you money. There's never a miraculous way of getting money. You got to go some buy. You got to go some. My one babes. One babes. Yeah, man. You go to, man, things looking thin, man. Eh, things brown. Oh, really? Tomorrow what you do tonight? I, I available, you know. Let me go. I, I want to come by you. Everything, you are the one organizing and engineering it. There's no iota of faith in God for anything. Because your lifestyle has always been things you want and you like and you desire. Those are the things you're doing. If it goes a little beyond that, 
you, you are lost. I remember the story of a pastor and his wife who were broke. Broke. Nothing in the house. And this man of God and his wife started, they were praying. From the morning, Lord provide. People say that, you know, if you, if you, sometimes people say that, that if you don't move, you can't get nothing. No, they were in their room praying. They knocked, they, they, as they were praying, they heard a knock on the door. It's like when Peter was allowed out of prison, or let out of prison, they didn't go and see no prison warden, no politician to let somebody out. They, the church prayed. And then they heard somebody knock the door. Even when it was Peter, they didn't believe it. It was also very uh, interesting. How you are praying for God to deliver Peter, and then he comes and knocks the door. You say, no, 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 no. It's not Peter. That, that's how Christians live. You pray out. You pray things out. You pray yourself through things. And the pastor and his wife kept on praying all day, around 4 o'clock. They heard a knock on the door. They said, who is this? Who is deserving us? Knock kept going on. So the husband said, told the wife to go and check. He opened the door. There was nobody there. A big package, big box right there in front of the, of the door. Yeah. yeah you, you can't even strip it. Because you look around. Ah, who is this? You open the box. The things that you need in the house, the things that you need tomorrow, is it's some, somehow the thing has come from nowhere. You see how you believe in God more. But if you, have to go, if you have to call him and meet him at uh, Cemetery, Ho- Cemetery Road Head and collect a little 5,000, that's going to be your life. Yeah. You, he's not calling. You are the one calling. You become a beggar. And the Sunday morning you dress up with your wig up to your bumsy here. You are good all the time. And then when Friday comes, you call him here to meet you at Cemetery Road Head for 5,000. You will never see the power of God in your life. You never see. Because you don't want to give up anything for God. We are going as different people. I said we are going back as different people who give up things for God. That's the only way we will see God's mighty hand at work in our life. The fact that it's accepted and we move around doesn't mean that it's okay. Take your seat. <laughs> you don't want to go? Go and sit down. <laughs> Hallelujah. Yeah, that's the morning session. We're going to baptism right after here. Good. Even if you've been baptized, you're going to baptize, we'll baptize you. Because your baptism, it was not correct. Yeah. You have not repented. Yeah. And I advise you. I feel like being going to baptize again. Flow. Feel free. It could be a supernatural desire. Yeah. When Jesus came up out of Because your Christianity, it has to be fine-tuned. Yeah, it has to be fine-tuned. 
not, it's not good. Even your area knows that you got man. You know it. And then Sunday morning, no, no, that is why you are not fruitful because you can't, you can't affect anybody. What? No, let's, let's look at it very, very practically. What, what do you have to offer somebody that will change their lives? You don't have anything. There's no testimony. There's no way you have lived your life that you can say, this is how I do it. See, because if you don't know how to do it, you can't give it to anybody. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have, give I unto thee in the name of Jesus. Rise up and walk. You can only give what you have and what you know. So if you don't know how to live the Christian life, you can't get anywhere. That's why you've been here for 10 years. Nobody's following you. You don't have anybody. Because you, you can't challenge anybody. How are you going to challenge them? Your child father who comes to beat you in the house. That's a life you want to challenge somebody with. They have a better one. They have a child father who doesn't beat them. You kiss them up and, 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 and or give them money and treat them nicer than you, your own, and you come to church on top of it. You're like a cross. Your, your, your situation is worse. A person that you can't, you can't, you have to understand, you can't affect anybody because you don't have anything to offer. That's, that's why you're not able to bring anybody to church. There's nothing around you that, you see, anointing is defined as an invisible magnetic, magnetic aura that surrounds a man of God. Anointing. An invisible magnetic aura. <laughs> I don't know if you understand what I'm saying, but I understand what I'm saying. It's like an invisible mag- magnetic force that is around a man of God that keeps people around him. That's anointing. A Christian, even though a Christian is not anointed like anointed for ministry, there's also a setting aura and glory around a Christian who lives his life. In the, in the right way, according to the Bible, that attracts people to God. Yeah. For those who predestined, he foreknew, he predestined, justified, and then he glorified. He wants to pray. So you see that the lack of increase in our churches is because we don't have anything to pull anybody over. Elijah. When we meet, our conversations are not biblical and scriptural. There's nothing to give. You, there's no quiet time. There's no Bible knowledge. There's no Bible reading. We can't talk Christian things. They share gossip and talk name and issues in life. And status. Facebook, Instagram, TikTok. People have time to do stupidness on TikTok. 
Don't know any scripture. What is good for the goose? The people don't know it. Sunday morning, I said it in the church. The students, nobody knew it. Yes, Raphael. I was very sad. What is good for the goose? And I said, it's what? You're watching me. I said, it's what? You're watching me. The children who go to school, nobody could tell me this. Oh, Sunday morning is amazing. These same children will put um, uh, curry and seasoning on their face as foundation and go and looking for man. Then they will make children without marrying. Then the cycle continues. It's the cycle is not powerful. It's your mindset. We have not repented. We have not seen something wrong about this. So we are in the same thing. And it's going to continue until Jesus comes. If somebody's mind doesn't get affected, that this thing is not right. The Bible says it's not right. I believe the Bible. I believe God's word. God's word says this is not right. And I believe it. And I will not do it. It is a will. It is a decision you make. It's not, it's not supernatural power. Church can only be powerful if our lives are, are very, very sacrificial. See, there was a, a president in, in Ghana those days. It's called President Jerry John Rollins. J.J. Rollins. He organized a coup. Now, the Africans are crazy. Everybody's doing a coup now. Prophet just left Gabon, and then Gabon now is falling to military rule. You see the president who took a picture of the prophet, he's in his house, house arrest, calling for help on social media. We saw the video. It's circulating. The guy is panicking. He has stroke. He's calling for help on social media. Please help me. They have arrested me. Like the president. Prophet just left there the other day. One of the biggest and nicest crusades in Libreville. The forces that, the soldiers have taken over the country. Dissolved every governmental institution. And then the president is on house arrest. Africans are like that. This Jack, Jack Dew thinks that we have had it for many years. Yeah, you have, you have it in Africa. You'll never have it in Africa. It's only Kofi who was powerful. After Kofi, there's no black man who is powerful. God bless Kofi's soul. He's the only one. <laughs> and he was a real African. <laughs> All other black people is diluted Africa. The Demrara River water has diluted your, 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 your blood. He can't face nothing. Final Rollins was another bold guy. Can't face nothing. Africa! This nonsense must stop. So, 1979, he, I think uh, somewhere uh, 79, May or somewhere, he organized a mutiny. Something and he was arrested. And he was caught martialed and all of that. So he, had some, he, he was with some people. And then when he, he was arraigned in, in court, and you were asking, interrogating. He said, he's the one who did it. He did it by himself. There's nobody. He doesn't have anybody. He's the one. They should, they should do whatever they want to do to him. He wasn't the only one who did it. Because of that statement he made, not a few days later, the people who had organized the first one with him, they broke jail and took him out as, as, that he's their savior. Because he was ready 
to, to die for his colleagues who helped him to try attempted the first coup that didn't work. And when he was arrested, he said he was he's alone. When they heard that, that he was he was the guy, he was not ready to give them up. Hey, it, it stirred something up in them. Said, Man, this is our guy. The sacrifice that he was willing to, the price he was willing to pay for these people. They, all, they went and broke this man out of jail. Then they, they did another coup and they succeeded. And they put him as a president. That's what was There's a guy, there's a rather another guy who was the mastermind mobilization. This, 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 this. this. It's like how, let's say, G organized a coup and puts Calvin there as president. <laughs> it comes to TV and says, uh, fellow countrymen, it's a good day. Let's enjoy yourself. God is a good God. The G is sitting out there looking at him. <laughs> you. You, you put any, you, you, you pull any gun anywhere? <laughs> That's how it happened. So later, then he, he worked against the guy who did the blessing. He even went to, into exile because he wanted to kill him. But what made the soldiers, what will make soldiers come to jail and break the jail and take you out of there? Against the oath of office and the things they have saluted and sworn to. Something, something you, something J.J. Rollins had affected them. He was the president of Ghana for many years. I'm saying that your, your true Christian life will, will rather affect people. At work, you are not a Christian. At home, you are not a Christian. You're a Christian in Samaria only. On Sundays. So once a week, you turn Christian. <laughs> Alexis, once a week, Hebron, you turn Christian. Yeah, turn back. Monday to Saturday. When you go out there, you are just like them. There is nothing that you are willing to give up. Everything is okay. If somebody comes to do a dance and it's some old guy that you used to like, like their music, you go to the concert. There's no restriction. There's no restriction. Bible says, if any man invites you to a table, if a king invites you to a table, take a knife to your throat. It's like, be careful. Be cautious. No, we, 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 we have mixed it up. It's like the race in Ghana. We are, we are uh, what? Uh, uh, Bonfiano, we are Dogla. We're mixing up every blood, every race. So in the, in the church too, we're mixing up. Cook up rice, black eyed peas, tripe. Yeah, pigtail, right there in the, in the church. Everything is okay. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God. I beseech you, therefore, brethren, by the mercies of God, that you present your bodies as a living sacrifice. Holy. Because it can be holy, but it's not acceptable. You know what holy means? Holy doesn't only mean purity. It means solely dedicated to. Solely dedicated to. I can say I'm solely dedicated to ministry. That's what. Tell that demon to get out. 
man of God. Touch that demon. And get him out. Hallelujah. Holy means completely devoted to. It must be acceptable. Unto God. God has high standards. God has high standards. Our standards are not comparable. So you can imagine the effort, the energy, the work that must go into trying to please God, trying to make God approve of you and your life. It is a lot of work as a human being. Who wants to please God? It's a lot of work. Next verse is, and be not conformed to this world. So, number one, the verse number one will make number two happen. Because the moment that you are a living sacrifice, then it means that you are not conformed to this world. That's what I'm saying, that the world is in the church. Sometimes when I stand on stage in Samaria and I look at the people, I wonder who are these? Nobody brings anybody to church. And so many things are so difficult to have in the church. It's not because the people are, the people's heart and mind are not on God. They don't want to give up anything for God. Sweeping even becomes a problem. One small dance you have to dance, it's like we have to carry you as a queen. You dance, so you don't know how to dance. And be not conformed to this world. In the world, everything works. Levanti, living sacrifice. Do not be conformed to the world. It means that what you see around you, you should not be like what you see around you. You should not be like what you see around you. And many of you, the places you live and you come from, there are so many wild things around you. But that's why if you see Kalisha, for example, she, she has tried. Yeah, tried. Somebody who grows up in a big yard. Rafael, we call it what? Family house. Is it family house we call it? It's not family house. Family house is more decent. This, this one is a big, that's what they call a big yard. Compound house. Compound house. <laughs> I think that's a, a compound house. That's a social studies people. <laughs> big yard with different characters. She's not the only one from that yard who has been in the church. But she's managed to push herself through church. Been to school. She's going to university now. From the backyard. It's like you cannot. It's, it's not that. You see, so, so those things we praise. Oh. 
praise. Oh, somebody from East Penitence has been called to the bar to be a lawyer. He liked those things from the ghetto to, to the law. But it is never said of us that from, from rags to a holy life, the people praise these kind of achievements, but we never praise the achievement of you coming from nowhere and becoming a man of God who lives a pure life, is preaching and teaching and moving around, have a church and all of that. We, 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 don't, we don't like those ascensions. Yeah. From a lay prostitute to a lady pastor. <laughs> LP, LP. <laughs> Then has some revelation. I don't know. <laughs> yeah, Ned said lay prostitute is LP and lady pastor is LP. So you're a lady pastor, but you are still a lay prostitute. It's just a, it's just a, a, a LP is the same. Ned. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I remember one guy who was trying to date one of, one of the girls around me. We were talking, 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 talking. You know how Guyana we say we are talking. I know what it means by we are talking. We just gaff. <laughs> so we were talking. Yeah, talking, yeah, talking. And me talking. I get, I get, I catch, I catch fits with talking. Because when you talk, at a point, you should compromise and come to a decision. Talking plenty doesn't make sense. <laughs> talking, if you say talking, to me, talking is like, we are, we are trying, we are feeling, we are, you know, assessing, feeling the way. So, after a, a season of talking, something must happen. So, I realized that the talking was long. Yeah. Then the person told me that in their environment, it looks like people are beginning to notice that they can be on the phone for a long time. On the sister, sister, will you marry me? Sister, get mad. So I said, This is it. Tell the talkative, you know, the talkative, tell him that he has to show his face if he has two balls. If you have, everybody has two te- two testicles. I don't know about G. I don't know if you have two. Yeah, two, two, right? Okay. I also have two. Raphael, I don't know. You have two. Hey? <laughs> Ned. <laughs> two, good. All right. <laughs> Come, you have three. Yeah. <laughs> uh-huh, man, I hear you have three. <laughs> Three and a half. <laughs> I said, tell the talkative that if he has balls, 
sure he's paying. But the way this thing is going, I don't want you to look like a bigger man and a secret. And the man said, intact, enough yet. So I said, tell the man, no tack no more. We don't tack. You hear? Tell you, I said, you don't tack. That was it. Talk done. You see, and, and thank God for some of these people who listen. Because, hmm. Sometimes some of you, you're jealous of the people who are around. It's nice when you're around Red Bishop. It's a nice thing. Who doesn't want to be around a hero? Oh, please. It's a nice place to be. You know, when you move, Bishop move, you move. Some of them come late. They don't feel special. You don't know what they are doing. So I was doing this. He said, all of that is not necessary. Matter is not Mary is what is important. It's nice. That's of you, you, when you grow up, you want to be a woman around a bishop. <laughs> but I hope when I speak, you hear. Because you can't be around me and when I talk to you, you don't listen to me. It's not, it's not you can't be uh, uh, catching fans when we go into public and privately when I tell you something, you, you, you won't take your eye come past me. You can ask you. Yeah, he's most of the time the only male with me there. When Calvin comes, we we'll laugh too much. So I said, "Don't let Calvin come." <laughs> so this time, this time he's serious. When we want to laugh, then he can come inside. <laughs> when it's party, he can come. When it's business, tell him you should drive around. You should drive around. There's order on the ground. Go around. Go to Bell West Stanley Town. Come back. <laughs> Even at that level, even as a human being, you, you have to live your life in a certain way. And I said, this is the end of the talking. And that's the end. It has been the end. And that's yeah. It's not little. God is God. All things work together for good, oh. There are laws in the Bible that we use to encourage ourselves in our state and in our situations. As we please God. We don't feel disenfranchised. We don't feel like we're missing out or we're losing out. There's nothing like that. There's losing out, losing out of what? Do not be conformed to this world. Be transformed by the renewing of your mind. Yeah. The donkey days are over. The donkey days are over. This nonsense must stop. Yeah. It was a convention team. Yeah. The man of God was having convention in his church in Nigeria. The team is, this nonsense must stop. Yeah. Every nonsense going on in your life, come, it will stop. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. 
this nonsense must stop convention. It's not a miracle wave. It's not an akazo. It's not more that you can carry. He said, this nonsense must stop. And if you have a nonsense going on in your life, you come to the convention. It will stop. <laughs> Sometimes the devil takes people through nonsense. And then it must stop. Go to some of these countries. They have 40 days all night. All night for 40 days. Prophetic all night, 40 days. Every night for 40 days. Every night for 21 days. Can, can, can we do it? Oh, somebody says, oh, Steve said, oh yeah, it's Steve. <laughs> he looks like he like those things. Huh? 21 nights straight of all night. Hey, you, you must be looking for something to come home. You must. You must have a certain understanding that this program, this meeting, something is going to happen to me. I'm looking for something to come home. It, it's done. I don't know why we have not been bold to do those things. Okay. 21 days of glory all night from 12 to 4 a.m. Every day. Hey! And the team is, this nonsense must stop. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, the nonsense the devil trying to disturb your life. Where are my definitions? Go, go back to the scripture. Be transformed by the renewal of your mind that you may prove what is that good. I don't know if you see what I see here. There are things that are good. There are things that are acceptable. There are things that are the perfect. The will of God. But if you are not transformed and your mind renewed, you will never see them as that. Look into the Bible. A lot of things didn't make sense. Lot's wife, she was leaving all her, her wigs, leaving all her shoes, with crystal heels, uh, with glass heels. She was leaving all of those things. Some angels have come to drag her out of a, of a fancy big house. What, what kind of nonsense is that? Say that God is going to destroy the city. Since when? I can't take nothing. Not a bag. ID card, passport, banker, she can't take nothing. As they were pulling the woman out, one of the instructions was that, don't look back. The woman was conformed to Sodom and Gomorrah. She couldn't understand why she had to just jump up and just leave everything behind. Just as the angel was dragging her, he said, take your time. Don't pull me too hard. Well, you, you don't, you, I can fall. I mean, as she was going, sucking her teeth and all of that. What is all of this? Let me even see what this thing they are talking about. If, if they, 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 they turn back. Because 
once your mind is not renewed about some of even the things I'm talking about in terms of sacrifice, when God brings something your way that is acceptable, you will not accept it. Bobby, Sheriff is calling you. You are late for work. <laughs> Sheriff. Hello, Zoo. Is it working? Yeah, it's fighting. Yeah. If you are conformed and you are not transformed, and you transform by changing your mind, all the miracle that has to happen is in your mind. Once your mind changes, the miracle will take place. That's what the miracle starts from. Ned, I think Sheriff wants you to be a supervisor. <laughs> I recommend that they give you a supervisor position because you're a big man. <laughs> Where's Rebecca? She used to sit somewhere here. Oh, she's with the children now. Okay. But that's why LP lays his back. Yeah, man. On the front row, man. But lady come. <laughs> uh, you're one of those girls who look like your father. Girls should look like their mother. Uh, so some of the girls, they look like your father bad all the time. She's one of them girls. Yeah. No, you can't see that. This red, red one. The rankings are not red. They are dark. <laughs> Sego. Dark Sego. <laughs> are you there? Olivia, are you there? Is it working? I see your eyes are open now. Talk about those things again so you wake up. Jerry, your, your eyes becoming looking like a sexy eyes, Jerry. You are too young for sheriff, okay? <laughs> 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 you bind that spirit, <laughs> sheriff. <laughs> <laughs> Francis can do a few hours at Sherry, but don't you? <laughs> no children at all. Reverend Andre, is it working? The manager. <laughs> he's, he's, he's doing the roster. Doing the timetable. <laughs> I hope we give you porridges, man. Eh? <laughs> I'm preaching. And do you not be conformed to this one? <laughs> I don't want to change my message. Uh, 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 
Shona is in charge of porridge and lunch and everything. Round porridge, you go to Shona. <laughs> is Shona giving porridge as well? Only lunch. Lunch porridge. It can be porridge. Yeah. Okay. Raphael has not drunk porridge this morning too. Raphael, one cocoa. Where do you cocoa? A yokoko. I don't do you remember a yokoko. You don't remember a yokoko. Hey. He's not, he's not a guy named him. But do you know it? How's that coco? You, you know how's that coco? That's a yokoko. It's the same thing. Okay. <laughs> With Kose. Even the Guyanese, they, they know Kose and, and, and how's that cocoa? <laughs> All right. Don't get lost. <laughs> Are you here? I'm saying that someone like Lot's wife could not accept leaving Sodom and Gomorrah behind because her mind was with the world. And that's how many people are like that. We can't embrace the new things God wants to do for us and want to give us. So the good, old, bad things that we know, we know mommy does, sister does, uncle does, auntie does. Those are the things we end up to because there's nothing better we know. That's how we see. We, our lives are always patterned after the people who we have seen grow up. We call it generational curse, but it's generational stupidness. Yeah. Because it is something, if one's mind is affected, it will end. It's not no demon. Of course, the devils come in when it's something you don't want to get rid of. That's what you know. Then he says it's true. That's all. Don't worry, nobody. The bishop, don't worry, bishop. It's your life. You never listen to him. He's not your father. Can't tell you nothing. Tell him, can't tell you nothing. Yeah. Now, me father. Once the mind is not changed, then you can't prove something that is good. When we say God is good, you can't. Have, people say this God is good, God is good, but they don't have anything to say God is good. The most they will say is that I'm alive, have life, and have strength. So God is good. As for that, everybody has life and strength. Talk about some of the things that can make me feel like uh, this God is not being kind to me. He's doing something for you, he's not doing something for me. It's like this God is biased, he's discriminating. You are enjoying something that I, I don't know. I don't. That, that is when we will understand that God is good. But if the mind is not renewed, we cannot prove the good things that God brings our way. That's how people come into ministry, they can't prove the goodness in it. Because the mind is not affected. Ministry is not good. Taxi driver is better than ministry. It means that something, your mind didn't didn't work well. For those of us who are pastors, I'm telling you, if you ever think there's anything out there that's better than ministry, you're making a joke. (laughs) You're making a joke. Yeah, and we'll take you to 21 days of deliverance. This nonsense must stop. 
<laughs> because it's a demon. Ministry? Do you have a scripture that tells you that being a minister is a very important place to be, an important thing? If your mind is not renewed, you will not prove anything that is good. You will not think of marrying the church. Nobody, my, there's, no, there's nobody like my type in the church. Your mind is not renewed, so it's something that is good, you can't accept it. I'm, I'm being practical with you, because the scripture is that we read it and you go, you don't understand it. If your mind is not renewed, when things are good, you can't accept it. You can't accept it. To marry somebody who is younger than you. Or to marry somebody who is far older than you. The man is 20 years older than you. Yeah. You are 20, he is 40. In fact, it's so exact that your birthday is in October, his birthday is also in October. So exactly 20 years. <laughs> Yeah. No, it's your grandfather. <laughs> yeah. CB, I think they need female employees. <laughs> Please find yourself some secretarial job at sheriff. <laughs> It's normal. <laughs> you know, this 12 to 4 a.m. type of lifestyle. <laughs> it's not normal. It's only at camp. <laughs> uh-huh. So when you, you sit down after that, definitely your body will tell you, girl, I tired. You hear I tired? Take me and go and put me down. Let me lie down and sleep. He said, no, it's camp. I can't go. He said, okay, you try there. I'm going to shut your eye right now. <laughs> Yeah, I'll shut your eye. <laughs> yeah, is it? a bishop can see you and call you and you. Yeah, I send you to a sheriff to walk. You want, you want to leave me down, let me rest a bit. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> what was I saying? You are 20 years old, the man is 40 years old. You say the man is too old. You ask your friend. Your friend said, girl, the man got dead just now. <laughs> you go and tell your mother. Your mother says, never over my dead body. How you can marry your grandfather. <laughs> it's your mother's schoolmate.
No, the Mary, I don't know. In Ghana, you have things like that. The girls, they, they call them daddy. Yeah, they call them daddy. The, the wife calls the woman, the man, daddy. Because he's a big man. Yes, daddy. Daddy, please, can I bring your food now? It's like her father, but it's, it's a sex partner. He calls him daddy. Yeah, you, you have that. Oh, it's, it's there. It's there. Now, if your mind is not renewed, and this is something good that God is giving to you, you will not be able to accept it. 20 years? Can you imagine yourself marrying somebody who's 20 years older than you? Yeah, your mother will say, never. Bishop! Bishop, please. <laughs> no, no, you see, she, she'll tell you, even she as young as she is, how old are you now? You are 18. She's growing up in an environment where a man who's 20 years older than her, it, it, forget about the Bible, it can't work. But it is possible. Yeah. Karen, maybe a 70-year-old man. <laughs> you see Karen's face? Yeah. No, the, the question is, do you know what, what God has in store? Do you know God's plan for your life? Is there anybody here who can boldly tell me that you know God's plan for your life? Is there anybody like that? We know that he has good plans for us. That's the one we But the specific plans, nobody knows. So then when a, a, a 40-year-old pops up in your life, why are you going to be somebody like you think you know what God has in store for you to ignore that one? You say, Father, let your will be done. Nevertheless, I would not choose a 40 year old man because my bishop told me he would dead before I dead. <laughs> but, <laughs> but let your will be done. You see, this is somebody whose mind is even ready and prepared. The person is open. What, what are, your daily at, are your daily at 18 years old? He says that she can't see herself. Already her mind is blocked. Already at 18 years old. And it is because we live in environments where the power, the presence, and the plan of God is not proposed. Or promoted it is what is right and what is good for me that is what is promoted so people their minds are not open to the things of god so as much as you are growing up in church you need deliverance even when you get to an older age because at that age when god it's time for god to do something for you you have grown up thinking that something is the right thing when it's not the right thing I'm preaching good, 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 good. And, and it is those things, as we, as we live and we dwell in the church and around, you even affect the church with that mindset. No. You see something and you fight it 
with your mind. Because to you, that is not what you should. <laughs> so, so then God's plan and how God, God is in his kingdom, he can't even operate. Because people's minds are, 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 are antagonistic to the things he's doing. A 13-year-old boy doesn't even know whether anybody wants to marry he or not. Sarah, you're laughing. <laughs> he says, did you see his face? Ah. Everybody's like that. Everybody's like that. Everybody. Everybody. Everybody's like that. Everybody's like that. Everybody. Your mind is closed to certain things. The girl must be educated. Somebody said the girl must be educated. So if the girl never went to school, you, you educated, but you weren't educated. For what? Thank you, Jerry. Yeah. Re- real example of what I'm talking about. They want somebody want red man, red, princess want red man. Ah. She she says the ranking is too dark. He wants some lightness in her life. <laughs> wants some light in the house. You don't have to turn on the switch on the the, the light. When you see his face, the place brightens up. He said, dark man, never in my life. <laughs> he said, no, there's no darkness in my house. I'm a child of light. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> no charcoal. <laughs> yeah. Everybody here. So as a pastor, I've tried in many cases to try and be open. Yeah. To try and be open. I remember when Andrew was going to marry Phoebe. And then I, I, I found it very impressive that Andre said he wants to live in Samaria if he can bring Phoebe to Samaria. So I said, okay. Talk to her and see. And he spoke to her, and then Phoebe said, okay. I'm the one who said no. I don't want her here. I don't want you here. Go and live in your house. They were going to come to live in Samaria. Can you imagine Phoebe and Andre in Samaria? When we are praying, they are kissing up. It's like Alexis and Alexis and Sammy. Alexis? The lady on the highway, the parrot on the highway? Ah. In, the, in, 
the same way when some people say, oh, they like this person. This person says, I want to marry this person. Then in your head, you think that God's mind is your mind. Then you begin to say, this one doesn't fit this one. This one doesn't match that one. Where, where did you get that idea from? I know matching more than you. I know matching more than you. But God is such that sometimes he doesn't even, there's, there's nobody to match the people with. So that you see that you can't do it all the time. Sometimes you are even blown away what people choose and they agree to. Because as a pastor, sometimes you may not even think that way. And so when it comes up, you, you just have to open up to it. Because your mind has to be renewed so that you, you may be able to prove what is that good. There are good things, though. There are good things that are from God, but your mind has to be renewed to, to see and prove that which is good. If your mind is not renewed, anything that is good, anything that is acceptable, and what is the perfect will of God, you'll miss it. Because your mind is... Thank God for Stacy. Nice spiritual woman. I hope she doesn't give you rudeness, though. Wow, wow, wow. time. <laughs> The rudeness is there, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> ah, yeah, earlier we learned that Rebecca also give Papa Ned some rudeness. Also, the woman, they'll give you rudeness. Oh, <laughs> this guy needs woman, right? It's in the DNA. Akila is giving you rudeness too. Ah. <laughs> hey, you must change you. I'm going to have... A, a, a convention for the Guyanese woman. This nonsense must stop. <laughs> this rudeness must stop. Liz, are you there? This rudeness must stop. You're not my mommy. <laughs> What's <is> the <name? laughs> No, no, I'm, I'm hearing. Guyanese women, they have rudeness in them. Really? You look like an angel. Aina? Aina <laughs> looks like some angel with some white hair from heaven. Yeah. Samantha, oh, Billy, Billy's complaining enough, man. He said, Bishop, I won't come see you, man. That girl there, Samantha, here, so, you know, Bishop? Yeah, mouth hot. <laughs> it's a Guyanese time. Uh, yeah, the Guyanese say, Me Pacho Debbie. 
about Mary. <laughs> Mother of Jesus, pray for us. Holy Mary. <laughs> Somebody will see that she is the mother of Jesus. Her Mary is the mother of Jesus. She's the holy one. <laughs> Are you catching it? It's the mindset that fights the perfect, the good, and acceptable things of God. So God brings things our way that you look at it and say, nah, that's not me. Too. Me, eyes like this, eyes like that. And then we, we miss it. Eyes like Douglas boys. Me like them black, black people, I like Douglas boys. Like when they get curly, when they get curly, yeah. They're like, they're like, <laughs> Doglabai. Yeah. Is there a song called Doglabai? I feel like somebody has a song called Doglabai. In Ghana, we sing all kind of fancy things. <laughs> Doglabai? We got Kulibai. They must get Doglabai and Bofiano Bai. Because they have Red Woman. They have Red Girl. They have a song called Red Girl. Jesus Christ. <laughs> Tell them we need a Douglas Boy song too. <laughs> Red woman. Red girl will send you mad. Red girl will break your heart. Hey, there's no Bible inside though. <laughs> then you see that in the church now, the boys will say, man, Red woman? Me, I'm no Red woman. They said Delilah was a red woman. <laughs> Before you realize, a young man picks up that idea in the church. I, I, I don't want a red woman. You refuse the idea, right? Yeah, yeah, Pastor Dan said he refused the idea. Red woman is good. Yeah, he can testify. He's an eyewitness. Yeah. Of all the things that Jesus began to do and to say. (laughs) Hallelujah. 